Welcome to another episode of Bench Talk. I'm your host, Tom Gerrard. Uh, this week, I'm catching up with Sam Octagon. That's how you say it, isn't it? Yeah, Octagon. Octagon? Yeah. like the shape, but a little bit different. But yeah. Yeah, it's all right. Is, is that your real name? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like... Best family name. Sounds like a stage name. It's cool. Yeah, a few... Yeah, get that from time <laughs> to time. People, you know, think it's like a superhero name or something, like Dr. Octopus, but uh, no, it's, that's my real name. Oh, right. yeah. Yeah, it's, it's Irish, I think, so... It's a com- it's common in Ireland apparently, but not common in anywhere else. So yeah, yeah, cool. It's funny because it sounds like um, you're like a street artist or something. Yeah, and it's yeah. your street art name. Yeah, but you're not. That's that's it, man. That's the funny thing. It's um, yeah, no, I don't work on the street, and that's that's my real name. So it's funny. People I've, I've known for like ten years, you know, one day just go, oh, "Is that your?" Like they'll see my license randomly or something, and they go, "Oh, is is that your real name?" I'm like, "Yeah, man." Like, <laughs> I reckon if I was going to make up a name, it it, it wouldn't be Octigan. <laughs> oh, who knows? There's some weird names out there. Yeah, you yeah. Know, people choose them. But uh, yeah, I guess you're right. As we said just then, you're not like a street artist or anything like that. You're more of, I guess, like a traditional artist or fine artist. Yeah, it's it's funny. Eh? It's one of those things. Um, I've yeah, you know, I've never worked on the street. Never did, never done graph or anything like that. Um, I think. Occasionally, um, I, I get associated with that sort of stuff just because I've grown up in Melbourne and, and street art and graph is like so prominent in Melbourne. But um, no, I, like I've yeah, I sort of come from more of like a illustration uh, background and just it's sort of my practice is always changing, I guess. But like I've always. Um, yeah, always uh, had like a strong illustration practice, and, and also always been interested in like uh, showing in galleries and, and pursuing my own my own um, work. So that's it's sort of I don't know. I was thinking about it the other day, and it's like yeah, it's something that's always changing. I'm always kind of trying to refine it, and uh, but yeah, no, nah, never never done uh, any street art or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, did you um did you study art? Um, I, so after high school, I did, um, multimedia design. So in high school, I was really interested in like animation and, um, bit, a bit of like game design and, and sort of, yeah, just, yeah, multimedia sort of, sort of stuff. Um, and that was like a good sort of, uh, like sort of foundation cause it was a very a broad course. I've always been interested in, that's a, that's kind of like my, my thing. I've always been interested in all sorts of different stuff. So, but so not a like I don't have a, a design background necessarily, but I've got kind of like a, an applied graphics sort of sort of background, and that's how I got onto illustration. I've just found that illustration was like the best way to sort of apply the work, like to do the work I want to do and and apply it in in uh, the the right sort of way. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I sort of got onto like showing my work in galleries and that sort of thing. But that was kind of like the chronology, yeah. Yeah. So with your like um, you know the style of art you do, it's it's more, a lot more like a sort of someone who'd come out of art school or like a paintery sort right, of thing. Like right, I would yeah. I wouldn't associate it with multimedia or illustration yeah. so much. Yeah, well it's it's evolved over time and and um, yeah I, I guess that's that's part of what I do. Like my illustration practice is quite separate from my gallery practice, which is I don't that's also something that's it's always changing like. 
up until a couple of years ago, I did I operate under like the one the one banner, just like Sam Octagon. Like you'd go to my website and there'd be, you know, um, like uh, exhibition work there, personal work, illustration work, stuff with, with with the band. Like it was all under one thing, and I found that around that time it was it was getting harder and harder to sort of communicate to people quickly what I what I did because I did so many different things. So. Um, I made a decision to kind of like separate, like to have the commercial work on one side and the gallery work on one side. But I'm always, always sort of rethinking things and, and you know, just trying to figure out like what's the best way to present my work and present myself and sort of always kind of thinking, you know, what work do I want to do? What work do I want to focus on? So it's, I don't know, it's, it's always something that's evolving, I guess. Like, mm. yeah. Yeah, because I've always thought that it's like, it's always best to show the work that you want to be doing because that's the stuff that uh, clients will be like looking at and going, oh, we'll get him to do that. And if you're showing all this stuff that you don't really want to be doing, yeah, it's like you would just end up getting attracting more of that type of work. And, that, that's right. And, yeah. it, and even to that point is like what I was f- finding is all the stuff I was all the stuff I was doing was work that I want to do, but because I was presenting it under one banner, like clients would go to my Instagram or go to my website. So say clients are interested in my commercial work mm. and they'd see they'd see my like you know, documentation of my exhibitions and they'd I, what I found was that they'd be confused, they'd be like, Oh, he's a he's a gallery artist, he's not a like a creative professional sort of thing. Mm. So we'll get him to do perhaps this gallery thing or it, it was just it was getting hard to, you know, communicate to people it's like no I've you know, got this illustration practice this is the illustration work I do like people are having to sort of dig too far yeah. into it it's like I think especially I mean it's always changing but I think that you know when someone clicks on your website or looks at your Instagram page you don't have very long to kind of communicate what it is you do mm. and if people have to put two and two together it's it sort of you're gonna um, sort of lose a bit of steam so mm. yeah it's hard when you do a lot of different things and you're trying to sort of just put yourself out there and go I do all of this and pe- like people just go we, we want to know just one yeah. thing that you do really well yeah you're right and there's also I think what I've found over the last couple of years is like I, I have been trying to refine a bit mm. because you do run the risk of you have to pursue what you the projects that you want but at the same time there is a, a risk of becoming like jack of all mm. you know and so you do have to over t- like there's no rush but like you do have to over time I think figure out like what it is that you really want to do and also like from a practical sort of sense like like what you are best at or what 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 people value most about what you do Hmm. um and what you want to be doing in the future yeah a hundred percent like you've got to kind of like yeah it's tricky eh? like you you want to experiment with stuff but you do have to be kind of Hmm. like sort of mindful of you know i'm which way am I going or where am, where am I heading because like you do have to direct it mm. yeah yeah I remember having the same problem when I like I moved over to London and was looking for work in graphic design companies and I, I, go, I was going through agencies and stuff but they said alright so what do you do and it's like they, they had all these check boxes you know you know print digital like like magazine packaging all these type of things like yeah. retouching it. it's like yeah I, I do all that stuff yeah they're like no 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 just pick one yeah, it's pick like one. but I can do all of them I don't want to cut myself out of potentially getting a job dude yeah and, and I, I didn't realise at the time that, they were, like, that I should have just focused on one and gone with that but I was finding it hard to get jobs and it's like 
I don't want this jack of all trades. They want to employ someone who go. Yeah. We got this guy as an expert at this. Yeah. This and guy he is comes the into the business and that's what he does. But because I used to, I, I, I was used to working for small businesses that only had like five people. You have mm. to sort of know everything and be yeah. able to do all the projects. You know. Then you go into these big companies and it's just every person has one task. You know. Yeah. <laughs> and what's tricky about that, I think, is that like you're saying, like with with you in London doing graphic design it's like it's creative work but it's not necessarily like your your number one passion so that sort of that sort of comes into it too like what what I've found is that for myself anyway it's like if I'm going to be doing creative work it's got to be the work that I want to do but then it's it's such like a journey to figure out exactly what that sort of work is so it's so I think that's why so many creatives do do so many things because you're you're trying to find what it is that you're mm. what it what you want to do. So it is it, that's why it's so hard to um, to focus in on one, one thing because you don't want to cut off your options. Mm. If someone you know says oh you got to pick one, it's like it, it's really difficult because you don't want to. It's I don't know. It's yeah. like, it takes years to hone in on. Yeah. Like you know I've been doing like well I've been working for myself for ten years. I guess, mm. and it's only just starting to, you know, like work itself out now. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like that's with all the graphic design and stuff like that. But I thought that that's what I wanted, right. and I went down the graphic design path and did that for thirteen years and realized that it's not what I wanted. You know, yeah, and it's funny because I think when you're younger, it's like, I don't know, perhaps I don't know what other people think, but I think when I was younger, I felt like. Oh, I have to I have to figure it out and, mm. and then lock into that thing and then that's what I'll do for the rest of my life you know but it's I think you know you change you know and and so like you might have done graphics for 13 years and then had the thought it's like oh I don't you know this isn't what I want to do but I think maybe also it's like you enjoyed doing it for 13 odd years mm. and then it was just naturally time for a change so it's like mm. I think last the last couple of years or maybe even just like the last 12 months or whatever I have kind of gotten a bit better at, like, just accepting things like that. Like, yeah, things will change. I don't have to have it figured out right away. Um, and I'll just do what is working now and and just sort of see where it takes me. Yeah. I've had, like, four career changes in my life. Yeah? Yeah. What, where, where, did you, where did you start? Like, I used to be a chef. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. No. Yeah, I did that for six years. Yeah. And then That's... worked for... Um, and then didn't like that, got out of it. And yeah. then just had like sort of crappy jobs. But I used to be yeah. riding the skateboarding. I was working in the skate industry over in London and I thought it was like dream job. And like then, like in like I started in the warehouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just being around being in the industry, I thought, Oh, this is this is awesome. But then realised that no. that wasn't it either. And that's when I went into graphic design. Right. And then realised and thought this is this me for the rest it. of my life. And then um and then after a while realised that all I wanted to do was paint. Yeah. But I'd never had the confidence to really jump in and do it and then um yeah just like a year and a half ago yeah finally just left the job and never been happier yeah that that's it eh? <laughs> but that's the thing it's like yeah chefs chefs a hard gig I yeah, yeah i fell into that one yeah i was like i was i was at home on the dole yeah uh just like i got booted out of school and then um yeah the guys i was living with were all working in kitchens and right. someone called in sick and they just got me into like yeah. peeled potatoes and carrots and stuff like that just right. chop things and yeah, the guy, other guy never came back to work and I took his job and 
<laughs> six years later, yeah. I was like, I'm still here doing yeah. this. Worked at a whole bunch of different restaurants and right, but didn't know anything else, you know. Yeah, and that's interesting because I think because um, I know I know a couple of people who used to be chefs and, and got out of it, and I think it's one of those things similar like what you were saying like working in the skate industry it's like chefing like a lot of people they love they're passionate about food and they love cooking and they love um put like so you know putting on dinners and that sort of thing but there's a big difference from from doing that and working in a commercial kitchen oh yeah and it's it's you sort of apply that to anything it's like you can apply like you can yeah it's it's that that push and pull of like making your passion your your job it's it's I think that's why I've, you know, I've tried so many different things within the creative, mm. creative realm. It's like, you know, you've got to get that balance, right? Which yeah. it's yeah, tricky. Yeah. So what, what sort of work do you do at the moment? Like, um, like for, for money, like I know you do your fine art mm. and that, like what else are you doing as well? Yeah. So I basically split my, my practice like down the middle, like 50% um, exhibition work and then 50% um like commercial illustration uh so within the illustration i do like a lot of work in the music industry so like album covers and like uh yeah so uh do a lot of work in in apparel as well in in fashion so just you know graphics for shirts and um jumpers and and things like that um and then start to do a lot more work like in editorial and advertising so like sort of been branching out trying different things in that way um, what I find with like I find with like I love producing work for an exhibition um, it's kind of like the, the yin, and, yin and yang like I love like coming up with a, a body of work it's all my ideas it's all it's all on me it's like my my show and, and my presentation but then I also love like working on someone else's idea and working with other people and sort of contributing what I do creatively to like an external goal mm-hmm. um and i find and it's interesting you, you talk about like jumping 100 percent into like fine art and like just doing your own thing um all the time i don't think that's that's for me i think once upon a time i thought it might have been but i find when i do too much of my own stuff or if or, or if i had to like do i mean i mean it'd be a total blessing if that was like the opportunity but if i had to do it all the time i think i'd miss like contributing to something else mm-hmm. whereas sometimes i find like just just doing fine like it feels a bit self-indulgent do you, i don't know do you ever find when you're like you're working on like you know a show or like you're like right in the middle of something and you and you it's like because it, it's all about you and all about your yeah. ideas do you yeah, but I see it as building a business as well. Yeah. And so, yeah. Um, like, I get, I'm sort of looking, like, I'm, you know, I'd, I'd like to try and paint as many different things as well. Like, yeah. try and start bringing in different styles that I work on and I don't show anyone until I've got it right. And then I start bringing it into exhibitions and stuff. But, um, but it's also just, uh, like, at the moment, I'm pretty much supporting my wife as well. Yeah. And, like going from this point where a year and a half ago I thought I couldn't even do it just to get enough money to support myself but yeah. now supporting two of us paying yeah. the mortgage and all that it's really rewarding and going gee this is all just from me painting right and so then, okay so then it's like this and then I'm getting some big wins on the board yeah. and I'm you know people are buying my artwork who I look up to as well and yeah. I'm like wow this is um, I'm loving it you know yeah. it's, uh, it's I'm seeing it more as like um, 
you know, you, opening you, up all this success for, yeah. for success. And, and also there's, because there's no salary cap either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, no. like I speak to my wife and go, well, you know, she's like, well, how, much do you, how much do you think you can earn this year? And it's like... Baby, sky's uh, the limit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you don't, can't even put a figure on it, yeah. you know, because it's not like saying, I get paid this much per hour and I work this many hours a week and that equals that much per year because it's like anything can happen. Yeah, and, and also I think, yeah, what like what you, it sounds like what you've got there are the, a couple of external factors. It isn't mm. just about you. It's like it's about your wife mm. and it's about like you're working with these different sorts of galleries mm. Yeah, I think um, when I'm working on a like a body of work that's like 100% directed my by myself for for too long, I like I cra- I crave that sort of that group effort or or like working on something that's like building towards someone else's project. That's why I, like I love working with a band like or in the music industry. I love like cr- contributing artwork to a band like for a record that I know the band's worked really hard on this music. I love like sort of that that contribution. Yeah, and the so, team effort. Yeah, the team effort and just that sort of the the sort of the dynamic of contributing artwork to something that's going to turn into something bigger. So like that band, it's like they're they're producing that record, but then they're going to go on tour and they're going to grow their audience and they're going to get ready for the next record. So it's like it's got this that's sort of like tree branch kind of effect, mm. which sometimes I feel, and I guess that's what that that's what you, like yeah. you're saying you get out of like like growing a business, mm. like that's, yeah. I'm what I've sort of been thinking about lately is is instead of dividing my illustration work from my gallery work is like what are like some effective ways to bring them bring them back together so sort of come in full circle. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, yeah. You work it all out, man. I've gone through so many bloody rebrands as under as an artist. You know, yeah. it's like Graph Writer, and then I'll split this and that, and then I'll bring this. And it's ah, oh, man. It's just it does your head in. Yeah, but like you just follow your heart. Yeah, and every and every decision I've made at the time, it seems like it's one hundred percent the right decision. Yeah, and I feel perfect. I feel great about it. But then over time, it's like you realize that it's time to evolve into the next phase. And right, and I just see it as like being. You know, you think about it as you're a kid, you're into some things, and then you get become a teenager, you're into other things as right. an adult. Yeah, you, know, you know, things. You know, everything's always changing and evolving in yeah, your life. Yeah, It's the same with your art. It's the same with you, the way you look at your art and where you, what you want to be doing. Yeah, no, you're right, man. Did you, did you like when you were uh, like a couple of years ago, a bit younger? Did you kind of like look at your work and then think, all right, it it has to be this like in the future it has to be this way or I have to like did you look at other artists or like other kind of ways of doing things and sort of think oh well, this is the way it has to be done not really because I've, I've, I've I know I try to be myself as much yeah. as possible yeah and but what I what I do look at though is um I like going to big galleries mm. you know around the world and stuff and Look, we walk into these big institutional galleries, and there's just so many names of people you never heard of, and right, art, yeah. And it's just I've always just thought I want to be one of these people. I want yeah. to be in there. I don't want to be an unknown person, but maybe I will be. I still am to, you know, ninety nine point nine percent of the world. Yeah. But um, but you like know, you, you want to be when you say in there, do you mean like like on the like the world stage sort of thing? Like I don't know. Just I don't know. Just a respected artist who's yeah. collected and and is in big galleries and a career artist as well. Yeah. Like someone who, um, 
does it for a living like I am now. Like yeah. this has always been my dream, but I, it's taken me, you know, about thirty years, yeah. twenty years or something of, yeah. of actually thinking that it's an actual possibility. Yeah, I, I think that's that's sort of what I what I meant. Like looking at not so much the content of your work, but like how your career is structured or how your mm. practice is structured, and and so look to other artists and be like, okay, whatever trajectory they're on, I want to end up where they are and what I've been thinking about lately is because I do all these different things mm. and because that's what up until a couple of years ago or up until really recently I think that's what I did as well mm. I like looked at yeah, different gallery artists and was like yeah that's where I want to be and like mm. looked at different illustrators and thought yeah that's where I want to be mm. but like I want to be myself I need to be myself as well and I think what I got, I'm sort of coming around to is like the idea that I'm going to have to cook up my own mm. vision, my own future. Like, there, like there isn't... Because I'm unique. We're all unique. Yeah. You know, but I'm... Instead of, like, instead of looking to other artists and, for, like, sort of... To light that path, I'm going to have to kind of light my own. Yeah. Like, like, it served me well to, to do that, to, like, look at art, other artists. And like you said, it's just, like... I think it's just part of the evolution. I've sort of reached that point where it's like, all right, I like doing this, and I like doing that, and I'm... I'm definitely going to still do this mm. and so there's no other artist that I can think of that does these mm. specific things I've got to kind of cook up my own my yeah. own way which is scary but like it's yeah. sort of exciting as well there, there is actually one artist who I who I do look at and I go I want to be like that yeah. and it's um, David Hockney because if you think about it right. he's had a long career Yeah, he's been well known for many years he hasn't stuck to just one style and one thing and gone, all right, this is me. I've got to keep rehashing this over and over. He's right. really mixed up his styles. Yeah. He's still alive. Yeah. And still exhibiting. And just doing it. And still just going, hey, I want to do this. Yeah. And even like that latest, latest exhibition at the NGV, he had like Photoshop stuff in there. Yeah, yeah. And he's just like, I don't care. It was, wasn't, in my eyes, I wasn't that into it really. But it's like, but, hey, he's given it a crack. You but know? You're, you're into into the fact that he can do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, dude, that's exactly Like, I loved his, like, iPad stuff and yeah. all that. That was awesome. Yeah. And just him just going, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, whatever. Yeah. And it's... Um, and that's what's inspirational to you, yeah. right? Yeah. He's not some, like, old dead artist. No, no, no. He's yet just he's, his he's, relative. He's in yeah. the same... Like, everyone respects him like he is some yeah. old dead artist, but yeah. he's still alive and living and doing it. No, 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 he's, it, you know? like, he's the... Mar- like, people... Like, I see lots of artists on, like, on Instagram and that sort of thing that are clearly really strongly influenced by Hockney so it's mm. like it's I that's interesting because honestly that's how I sort of look at my work as well like it, it's less it's becoming less and less about the content of like the content I'm making but like about the kind of structure of what I do and like I feel the same way it's like I think about the future and I like you know when I'm 50 yeah I'll, I want to be I want to be able to work on what I want to work on and mm. I don't want to, I don't know. Yeah, so I, I look at like older artists as well and, and think the same sorts of things. Like like you said, like I like I don't look at his iPad um, drawings and think, oh, wow, I want to do iPad drawings. Mm. But I look at his iPad drawings and think, I want to be able to do some wacky stuff when I'm, I'm his age and like have the, just have the, the freedom, the freedom to do that. So, like your paintings have a bit of a uh, like a bit of a, almost a surreal look to them. Yeah, I, you, I've gotten that a few times. Do you do you like? Are there any artists that you look at a lot and are inspired by? I guess everyone's inspired by different artists. But, yeah. yeah, no, there's like what we we're kind of just touching on. I don't. Um, I 
I look to artists that how it's it's like their practice is what I try and that I get inspiration from. I am I definitely like have artists whose work I like, um, like like visually, and I'll definitely get idea. Like I'll see a painting that I really like and think, oh, you know, like I, I I can I can use that idea in my work. Um, but in terms of like artists that I try and if it is a way that I emulate, it's like sort of like we were just talking about, like going, going about how they approach things and like how they approach an exhibition. That's where I sort of get, that's where I get really excited. Um, when because I've come from it like a, like when I was younger, I was like real into like, like comics and manga and and like. I was like really into like video game art, not necessarily making video games. So I, at one point I did think that's what I wanted to do. But I, like, like I mentioned in high school, I was like really into animation. Mm-hmm. And I got this actually like at the, in year 12, I got this, I mean, pretty much what they call an internship now. I did like work experience at like this really great animation house. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like, like a d- dream gig, dream opportunity basically. And um, it was like six weeks or something, and I just hated it. it so, and, and like it was, it was a really weird feeling actually, because um, like at the time I was so sure that this is what I wanted to do. It was like the quote unquote big break. Mm. I just remember like every day turning up feeling sick because it was like I was sitting there just like work, I had this like one sort of scene to work on, and I realized it's like yeah, I I don't like doing like I don't like working on one thing for like so long, which is what a lot of um, animation and, and game design is and that's how I, I eventually pivoted to illustration but I've got that like that background in like like character um, art figurative art um, and and art that has like a real graphic sort of sort of base to it um, my fine art is, is kind of just evolved from there like I didn't like I wasn't into like art history growing up like I got some friends who like studied like museum studies or art history and but but who aren't artists themselves Mm. they're like they're into the academic side of things and like it's funny having conversations with them like i have never have any idea what they're talking about like i don't know like the history of this movement or that movement or i just make i've always just made what i want to make and like um i think that's visually like what what informs my work so like i'm not interested now in in like like things like Anima- like animation art or game art or that sort of thing but yeah it's sort of again like I've got like a unique sort of set of interests and that's that's sort of what informs my work yeah yeah been looking at your art for a while now and one of the things like I find that your art's always uh, easy to identify by because you use a like a similar color palette do you, do you still work within that color palette I haven't seen your art for a while because you've been uh, working on your exhibition. Yeah. yeah so for this show, I'm, I am working in um, like the same palette I've been working in for the last couple of years. Um, it, it always looks different, though. It's funny because like I'll basically I just use the same paint, um, but like it always it always ends up differently on the on the canvas. You know what I mean? I, it's funny because people will say to me, it's like people point out the palette as like a real defining feature but I don't I almost don't even see it because I guess over time I've just like oh these are the colors I like but where I'm putting the effort is into the like the composition and mm. like how the how the image looks as opposed to 
I don't, yeah, I don't, I, don't I, I think more in terms of values, like light and dark and contrast and that sort of thing. So it's really actually interesting that he say that because you're not, not the first at all. Like a lot of people will point out the palette is what they like most about my work. So that's always, it's always interesting to hear how other people t- take it in. Oh, it's not, it's, it's, I find that I recognize, I see the, because yeah. you can see it from across the room right. in a gallery. You go, oh, there's one of Sam's paintings. Yeah. And you walk over and have a look. But you can sort of identify it straight away. It's not like going into a group show or whatever and going, oh, who did this one? Oh, Sam did this one. It's like right. they can sort of spot it, you know. And you, you reckon the palette is like a, a big part of that? Yeah, just because yeah. I've seen you paint like that for, for years. It, it, it makes sense, hey. But yeah, it's just it's just funny. Like, I don't, I don't think about the palette. Like, I, don't, I didn't even with this work... Like for the show that's coming up, I didn't even I didn't think. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna work in this palette because it's recognisable. I just like these are the colours that I like to work in. But like what I'm more intentional about is like what the what the image what the actual image is. Mm. So yeah, it's it's always yeah it's always interesting to hear how people sort of take in your work like that. Yeah, and with the uh, with the composition like. Because you seem to have a, a lot going on in each painting. Mm. Like, do you like compose them in Photoshop first or something like that, or do you just make it up as you go along? Um, basically, how a, each piece sort of evolves is it all starts in a sketchbook, um, and that's kind of like the, the the longest, most drawn out sort of part of the process. Like, it, like I'll get an idea. Basically, get an like my work is is like idea based. Like, like I'll get an idea for an image. Like, I'll think to myself, oh, you know, like, that image will look great on, on a canvas and I'll start with a sketch and then I'll spend a lot of time sort of developing it, like, redraw the, uh, you know, plenty of thumbnails and then, like, you know, bigger mock-ups and that sort of thing. And then once I've, like, really figured out, like, what the idea is and how it's going to look, yeah, then I'll, I'll mock up, um, I'll gather reference from the internet, mock up something in Photoshop and then... Um, draw like a, a final composition uh, like from there um, and that's like a process that's developed over time like I used mm-hmm. to just just like go go freehand on a canvas um, if you look like you look at my older work you can sort of see that um, but I just I prefer this way like my most sort of the, the process I enjoy the most is that idea phase of like trying this flipping this around um, you know, like, uh, you know, I've got the idea, but like what would happen if I took half of it and, mm. and turned it upside down or, or like inverted it or, or added in this, this part. Cause like you said, there, there's a lot going, a lot going on. And so then there's, you know, it's like with anything, it's, it's a matter of like not overdoing it, finding the right balance. Um, and that's all, yeah, all to do with like the composition. Yeah. Mm. And you, uh, you mentioned before that you got an exhibition opening. Is that like, um, that's at Ruka Gallery and it's called Regal? That's the one, yeah. On, yeah. Opens on the 15th of June. 15th of June. Yeah, I've done my there? homework. Yeah. Well done, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Best in the business. Ah, I try, I try. Um, but yeah, so you, uh, you've been working hard on that, that exhibition? Like? I, I have, yeah. The last yeah last couple of months I've been yeah, preparing for that. So on the on the final lap now, just, you know, putting um, finishing touches on there on the pieces so it's a you know, good good spot to be mm. there's a lot of difference with this work I think is because um, you've obviously been to the Ruka Gallery a few times it's like such a, a big space and I thought if I'm going to have another show there I really want to take advantage 
of those big walls with high ceilings. So there's not, I find there's, there's not that many options in Melbourne in terms of galleries to, to show bigger work. Mm. So, was, so there's a few canvases in this one that are quite big, like really sort of push me, like I'm out of my comfort zone for sure. Like mm. a couple of them are, you know, almost two and a half meters across. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's been a, cha been a challenge, but like a good, good challenge. It's, yeah. Yeah. Exciting. And that's the thing, going back to what we said, like going into the, the big galleries around the world and all that and, mm. and seeing, um, all these big name artists and big paintings by them. Yeah. It's sort of, I don't know, like I find there's something that happens when you paint, start painting big canvases and you stand back and you go, Absolutely. Hey, I can do that now. Yeah. I can do that. And, um, you so know, it puts you in the market to actually sell big canvases. Because how are you supposed to sell a big canvas if you've never painted a big canvas? That's it, mate. You've yeah. got to, you, and you, yeah, you're totally right. You've got to, you've got to, um, you got to paint them before people buy them. You got to show, you got to show them before. You know, no one's going to commission you to do. Oh, well, never say never, but like mm. it's most likely if you paint one and show it to people. I mean, that's the whole point. Of having an exhibition is like you know people can flip through Instagram forever, but like seeing your work in person is like it's a, it's a whole different ball game. Like that's part of the reason why I love doing exhibitions and versus illustration work, which illustration work is generally seen reprinted or on you know or in digital form or something like that. Whereas I, I hold exhibitions because there's like nothing like an audience seeing your work in person mm. and what you're saying with like the the bigger the bigger work i think you're 100 percent right and that was what you explained of like going to bigger museums and galleries around the world like that was 100 percent the um like kind of the motivation for this show i was in new york um in october last year you know in chelsea going to all these you know these massive galleries and so that's kind of like the idea behind the show the show's called regal and like the the images are, are based around sort of power and and royalty and 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 dynamics like that but the idea behind the big canvases is is that that feeling that you get looking at bigger work mm. um and I, that's and and because i haven't been able to explore that before that that was that's really like the basis for the show yeah there's something that about like putting a whole body of work together as well and like hanging it all in the gallery and yep. standing back and going, wow, look at this. This is like a whole body of work that that is is meant to all work together as one one piece. You know what I mean? And then when you you break it all up, it all goes in people's houses. It it never sort of comes together again like that. And I think um, you know, having like big pieces and then like you know a matching color palette or a running theme or something like yep. that that really um, I know it ties it all together. It's great to go and see the art and the flesh and actually you know visit the exhibition not just look at it on your phone or yeah 100 you know. percent, man i think like i really think that for me anyway like that is what you just described like that is the val like that's the value of of galleries and and exhibiting and and fine art is it, it, it's like there's the work there's the paintings but then it, it's like the the energy or the ideas behind it and like the idea of like you, you make this work and you hang it on the wall and then an audience comes and sees it and experience, experiences it as one body of work and like seeing it I think there's something it's like a, it's a human thing of, of like seeing actual like paint on paper or canvas or whatever like people can relate to 
like when they look at a canvas and they see like the brush strokes, like they see the texture of the paint. Like everyone's at some point in their life used a paintbrush. You know what I mean? So they can, there's like that connection there, which you just can't get like through digital work or, or, or anything else. So, and like that, like, I don't know, like for other artists it might be different, but for me, I think that's like, that's like, that's why I do it. And like, that's, and so yeah, with this work, like, and what you were saying about scale and and bigger works, that's definitely yeah like a big motivation with this with this body of work is to all right let's do some bigger stuff mm. and and like kind of get that like evoke that 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 feeling out of people you know when you look at a, a piece of work that's like oh I'll, that's awesome like look mm. at that like you can't even sort of articulate why mm. why you like why you love it you just know you know what i mean yeah and i think there's something something about bigger work that that it it, it sort of multiplies that Mm. like with that's I mean yeah with with scale comes that 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 a bigger kind of reaction like that so yeah anyway it's the first time I've done work this big so I guess I'll guess I'll find out yeah 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 I've been um working with scale a lot lately like yeah. even with ever since um or no actually over years I've done it because especially painting on the street you want to go bigger and all right. that sort of stuff but yeah. um but like I had the exhibition at um at Benalla Art Gallery yeah and that was quite I know it was quite a plain exhibition, but I worked with like like I wanted to use scale and color, yeah, like bold color and um, like really cool color combos and right and then um, and scale as well. And that was um, I don't know my first time like really playing with scale in, inside a gallery. So it, was it like bigger? Because I didn't get down. But, there, uh, but it, it was, was like bigger canvases or no? Like... They were big wooden head cutouts. Yeah, all right. Yeah. But um, but every second one was painted on the wall. Yeah. Well, actually, I did. Oh, that's a good idea. So yeah, one was 3D yeah, and the yeah. next one was painted on. Like, so, like but, layers. Yeah, yeah, but that went all the way around like, I guess like two thirds of the gallery. Yeah. And then uh, and then the rest was uh, some smaller works and then some, um, you know, some um, board and frame Because it looks like a, yeah. a big space, yeah? It wasn't massive. It was, probably, it was big, probably a bit bigger than Ruka Gallery. But, you know, but it was Comparable, one of those... Comparable, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it was like... Uh, a contemporary art gallery, yeah. institutional style one. Yeah. So for me, it was like oh, took, took advantage of it. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to sort of go in and um, have people walk in the room and go, "Whoa!" Like actually feel something instead yeah. of just look at little paintings on the wall. I have to that, get really close to them. That's it. That's the funny thing with me as well. It's like the illustration and commercial work. It's like the yin to the yang. It's it's like part of me also. Lo I love doing small illustration work that ends up ends up printed on a t small on a t-shirt or in a book or on an album cover or whatever that it's like it's like order and chaos it's like i love the the um control you have over a small piece and mm. all over a series of small pieces like that you do for like commercial work mm. but then the chaos and the excitement of doing a massive piece for a gallery mm. it's like yeah i've been thinking about that a lot actually like the whole idea of you know the contrast of the yin the yang the you know trying to find that balance of of both i find that's yeah it's something that sort of drives my work quite a bit yeah yeah so like i was looking at into your uh your instagram before mm. and you're pretty elusive on there like you don't post much do you um i think i used to i go i go through phases eh? like i'll go through phases where um i post a lot um and then 
I'll, I'll, I don't know what it is. If I get out of the habit or if... Like, I've been posting a lot on the Instagram stories lately. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I found, I've been sort of experimenting with that a bit. Because um, I like the idea that it's only up for 24 hours. Mm. And, like, you don't have to... I think sometimes with Instagram and being an artist, it's like you, you sort of overthink, like, the quote, like the quality of your whatever you're posting and yeah. that can sort of stop you if you're like eh, no I'll, I'll wait till I got a better a better better thing to post or whatever and mm. if you get out of the habit of doing it well then yeah you go through periods where you you don't post that much so that's why I've been I have been posting more on Instagram stories um, but yeah it's yeah I, I don't know and like, like I was saying before it's like I've actually got two Instagram accounts like one for the commercial work and one for the, the gallery stuff. Okay, I so, don't know. Yeah, there, there you go. So, yeah, probably should do something about yeah. that. But, um, what, yeah. what are they? Give them a plug. Oh, the regular uh, Instagram is just Sam Octian, just my name. Um, and then the commercial work is under Sam Octian Illustration. Okay. Yeah. So, if people want to see your uh, artwork online, like, where's the best place for them to go? Um, probably Instagram, eh? Like, the, or, you know, i got the website. Um, just www.samoctagon.com um, yeah that's, that, uh, that's that's probably it I'm probably due to sort of redesign my website but that's you know another thing on the to-do list but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's looking alright okay. keep updating the content that's it yeah alright well um, thanks for taking the time to sit down and have a chat yeah, my pleasure mate sorry about the woodworkers no, downstairs mate, you... they, were, they were bloody going for it mate, I thought they primo spot it's uh, yeah you got a real good setup here oh thanks pa- yeah. yeah apart from the noise sometimes it's been a yeah. bit of a hassle for the podcast but um hey what can you do that's it mate <laughs> alright cheers